Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Head down to Hoover, Alabama. Talk with Phil Elson, the voice of Razorback Baseball. He joins us now on the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline. Hey, Phil, how are you? I'm okay, I think. I, I mean, I don't know how long I'm going to be at the Hoover Met today, Wes, but as far as 10.30 in the morning goes, I'm okay. We'll see what happens by 10.30 at night. Uh, when, 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 when are the Razorbacks playing today? Um, you know, I wish <laughs> I had an answer for you, but I don't think there is one right now because Auburn and Kentucky have to play ahead of them. And Auburn and Kentucky are still at their respective hotels. So uh, even if they were to pull the tarp off the field right now, because it's not raining right now, it, it, it's just expected to rain again soon because there's more on the radar. Even if they were told, yeah, we can play right now, they'd have to get the Tigers and the Wildcats, you know, out of their hotels over here to the ballpark and, <laughs> and then let them warm up and everything. And by the time that were to happen, they probably would have rain again. So, I don't know. Maybe there's a window later tonight, or you might have to wait until tomorrow. Is uh, What's the radar, future radar look for today? Is it, I mean, is there a chance? Well, Wes, you know, you know what it looks like when you blow your nose when you have a cold? Yeah. That's <laughs> what the radar looks like right now. Disgusting. Okay, uh, awesome. Yeah, it, it looks like a disgusting uh, tissue, so... <laughs> And it's not really going anywhere for a majority of the day. Uh, there's been talk thrown out on the SEC network on Twitter of making it a single elimination uh, tournament. Uh, you think that's a possibility, and is that a good thing? Uh, it is a possibility, and I don't think it's a good or a bad thing. It's just what you would have to do in order to get in a, a legitimate tournament instead of just picking somebody or arbitrarily you know, having somebody move ahead. If they were to do that, though, then they'd have to announce that, I would think, before the Arkansas-Alabama game. Because you're not going to have teams that are playing double elimination mm. on, you know, under the auspices of double elimination, and then after the game's over, be like, you know what, never mind, that, that single elimination. And oh, by the way, if Alabama loses, your season's over. Because if Arkansas wins, they're, they're still playing in a regional. We just don't know where. Alabama's got to win the tournament, so you need to be fair about that. Um, but the other aspect is, you, you don't have to do that until Friday. Uh, because... You know, if you're when you're down to 18, you just need three days. Like you're doing single elimination, so I don't think they're going to make any announcement about that today. I guess I'd be surprised if they if they were. To. Phil Elson with us on the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline. Phil, we're throwing out as our question of the day because I've seen some talk about it when Texas and Oklahoma joined the league about moving the uh, baseball tournament around and, and getting it out of Hoover. How about moving it to Arlington inside a dome stadium where you don't have to uh, worry about the weather? Would you be in favor? Oh, man, I'd be in complete favor of that. But, I, you know, I mean, I have my own reasons for it that might benefit some schools. It would benefit fans in some cases. But I think there's also a, there are many reasons why the SEC likes to have the tournament in Hoover. Uh, for one reason, the city spent a lot of money on revamping the ballpark and turning it into the SEC ballpark specifically, uh, you know, in order to keep the tournament here when the contract was signed last. Uh, and there's other things that go into this, other than, you know, I mean, that when you come to this tournament, and I think you've been here before too, Wes, I mean, there is a massive RV park that sits right next to the ballpark, and it is sold out. I was told it is sold out 
364 days before <laughs> the SEC tournament begins. And those are baseball fans that are here. You know, so if you're going to move the tournament around, you probably need to make some concessions to those fans who, are, you know, are displaced because this has become a, a, uh, a tradition for them. But, you know, with that said, and here's the other thing, too, and I was talking with Tom Hart about this a few minutes ago. The SEC puts on all of these championships. It's the people that work in the office that travel to the track championship, that travel to the softball championship, to the basket. They, these people literally live on the road mm-hmm. in the month of March when they're putting on the women's and the men's basketball tournaments for the SEC alone. Because it's not just the week that they spend during the tournament. It's the four days leading up into it that they have to set everything up. This is the last championship that they host. And they get to host it at home, in their own home. So I can certainly understand why even the people that run the SEC would much rather have the tournament here. Now, with all that said, I think having it in a stadium like the Rangers ballpark with a roof is would be wonderful. And if you could imagine the crowds that you can get in that stadium. I'm not saying you're going to sell the thing out, but I remember when Arkansas and Ole Miss and Mississippi State played there against Big 12 schools right in the middle of the pandemic in 2021, and they had the largest crowds in all of college baseball until the College World Series. So I think it would be a huge draw. I think that stadium's perfect to hold something like that. they got the Big 12 tournament now. Um, so, I mean, I guess I do hope that happens, selfishly. Yeah, Phil, I'm looking at a story. Now, granted, the story is from 2021, so it's a year over, but it's talking about the SEC playing at the Hoover Met until 2022. Is Has there been anything new since then? Uh, the, the, the deal was supposed to be through 2021, but then of COVID, no tournament, they pushed it back to 2022. They signed this in 2019 when they, you know, like you said, they spent the money on Hoover Met to, to make it nicer. But according to this story, the deal runs up in 2022. I wasn't sure of the year that, that the contract ends, but I, I do know that they're, you know, they're interested parties that are putting in bids to host. So uh, that would probably go along with the moment that the contract is up or around the time. So mm-hmm. it would all make sense. Phil Elson with us on the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline. All right, how's the team? What are you hearing about the team since, uh, you know, the, the disappointing Saturday in Alabama? What's it been like the, the last uh, three, four days? Well, I mean, they just, you know, I mean, in full disclosure, like I haven't really been around them for these last couple of days. Uh, they've practiced at Stanford University while I've done, you know, the radio show that I host on, on other stations. So I haven't been around them at practice. Uh, I, I can't tell. I mean, I've been around some of them at, at the hotel here and there. And they seem fine. Um, you know, it's, every team does hit a lull. Even the championship, even the SEC championship team last year hit a lull. It just happened to be just before the start of SEC play, and then there wasn't another lull until the NC State Super Regional. 2018, 2019, they had little lulls, too. This team happened to hit their lull at the most inopportune time. Uh, and, and that can affect mood a little bit, but I think right now they've had a chance to rest uh, to try to put it behind them, at least mentally. You can't really put that stuff behind you until you get on a baseball field and, and do something that does put it behind you. So that's why, like, today is an interesting day for them. Arkansas feels like that they've got a, not, not something to prove, but 
you know, if you want to, if you want to host a regional, you probably need to make some real noise here. Mm-hmm. At least make it to Saturday or Sunday. Um, and you know, I mean, thankfully there's a hotel. They don't have to sit around at the ballpark and just wait. Once they get here, there's just going to be like this pent up energy. I don't know if I'd call it nerves or anxiety, you know, anxiousness or anything like that. But this is a tough place to just sit around and wait and wait. So that's what they're doing in the hotel rooms right now. And I got to tell you, like, nothing changes the team's mood than one really well-played game. <laughs> and hopefully they get a chance to do that tonight. What, what do they do when they wait? Do they play video games, watch movies? What are, what are they doing? Well, I mean, they can – the hotel they stay in is the, is the Winfrey Hotel, you know, which is connected to the Galleria. So there's – not like you're gonna just have, you know spend the day walking around the mall and drinking smoothies and, and eating bourbon chicken and stuff like that. But uh, you know, I mean, I'd go walk around to Spencer's a little bit and have some fun there, right? I mean, the FCC like puts some. They've got a room that's filled with video games and ping pong tables and and uh, and billiards. A little lounge in the hotel for all the players and just the players alone that they can just go sit around. And there's restaurants that they could walk through if they have. Oh, hold on. Oh, we just got an announcement that the uh, Auburn-Kentucky game will begin at 12.45. So that's the best news we've had all day other than the sun came up. Well, it really hasn't come up yet, but you haven't seen it. <laughs> so if we're to believe that, 12.45, when they see a window, uh, let's just say three hours, let's say Arkansas maybe starts playing at 4.30, maybe starts playing at 5, if it's not raining. And, again, that's a big if. There you go. Breaking news from Phil Ellison live in Hoover. 12.45. Play the news sounder, Christian. You know how to do this. Can I do my Paul Harvey for this? Please. Live from the Hoover Met in Hoover, Alabama. The Auburn-Kentucky single elimination baseball game scheduled for late last night will now begin at 12.45 in the afternoon. This concludes your breaking news forecast. And now you know the rest rest of the story. So basically they're going to be two games behind uh, when uh, Arkansas plays. uh, I guess, well... Yeah, around two games behind when they finally get uh, get going. Phil, one of the uh, concerns, I think, for fans is, uh, the last 15 games has been starting pitching, and uh, really you saw it last weekend. What do you think? Uh, what do you see with the starting pitching? Well, I got some cold, hard numbers for you as far as starting pitching is concerned. Last night, I'm prepared every once in a while. Uh, yeah, starting pitching is the, is the main Achilles heel right now. It's not. It's not offense. Uh, starting pitching is the backbone of a team. When you feel shaky, when you have a little trouble scoring, uh, your starting pitching is what keeps you in game. That's what was going on for the first yeah. nine weeks of the season. Arkansas was well. Let's see. The last seventeen games, the starting rotation has a one in seven record. They were twenty-one and three before that. I'm not discounting pitchers' records with that because that means something. The ERA for the starting rotation in these last 17 games is 6.43. It was under three and a half before that. 
So that there specifically is the proof uh, that that they are. Unfortunately, what they're doing is playing from behind too much and playing catch up. So where five six runs was enough six weeks ago, five six runs is not enough right now, and it's probably because most of these runs are coming in the second third fourth innings of game. And that's a really difficult recipe to equal victory. Uh, so unless they're starting pitching, two things have to happen. The starting pitching has been very good at times this year, really good. Uh, with Connor Nolan, I think he's had trouble finishing batters off and hasn't been quite as good with his location recently, and he has to be because, um, you know, he doesn't blow batters away. He's got a good breaking ball, but he's got to throw it for strikes or at least get him to chase it. I think Hagen Smith is tired. I think he's I think he's eighteen. I think he's not that he's run out of gas. It's that I don't know if he's right now able to give you what you need from a starting pitcher, which is multiple innings. And and Jackson Wiggins, uh, I can't figure him out. So I don't think he can't figure it out either. And it's a very difficult thing to do to figure out how to you know harness the energy from a lightning bolt of a right arm like that and he's still figuring it out, obviously. Uh, unless unless they revert to what they were doing before, or that switch offensively flips that you know everybody keeps we've been waiting for it. They, you know they keep saying we've been waiting for it to happen, waiting for it to happen. Usually after 15 weeks, that split, that switch doesn't get flipped. So um, unless unless the home runs start coming at a high rate, or starting pitching improves, or somebody like a Will McIntyre goes out and and, and and kind of starts giving you, instead of four innings, six to seven innings and being dominant, then they're going to probably struggle. Who do you expect to start today, tonight, tomorrow, whenever game one happens? <laughs> yeah, whenever it happens. Um, I guess, I mean, if you're looking for the pitcher that they probably trust the most right now, it, it would be McIntyre. Uh, they could go with Connor Nolan, but I think also – they might be a little iffy on short on, on short rest for Connor and would still like the opportunity to, to pitch him either on a Thursday or Friday. If the game gets moved to tomorrow, then maybe they throw Nolan. That would be that would be the other option. I know they could throw Jackson Wiggins. Uh, I, I just I just I think I'm not sure where the, where their confidence level is with Jackson right now. Phil, I did something Saturday that I very rarely do, if ever do, with Razorback Baseball. Turn the game off and quit watching. Um, unfortunately, uh, you couldn't do that. Um, when Hagen Smith came in, was his velocity any better after a little rest? Uh, it seemed like it was okay, but it didn't, it didn't matter because he had trouble throwing strikes with it anyway. Um, there was his velocity was back in his start against Vanderbilt for two innings, and then and then it dropped again, and that's what I mean. Like I don't think there's anything physically wrong with him. I don't think he's injured. I don't think they're doing anything wrong with him as far as like how they're how they're trying to handle him. I, I, I just think he's I just think he's a little tired right now, and I don't think he's ever had to pitch this many stressful innings. You know, I mean, the high school innings that Hagen pitched were not stressful; they were dominant. You just throw it right by him. You're not doing that here. He's facing stressful in it. And I just think I think he's I think he's he could very well be a front line starting pitcher in the SEC. I don't think there's any doubt about that. Mm-hmm. But I think right now his his body, you know, probably 
doesn't have that, like, four or five, six innings in it. Honestly, when you think about this pitching staff, it may be best if it is a single elimination tournament. And, uh, you know, if they make a run, great, and they're able to host a regional, that would be awesome. But if not, uh, then maybe some of these guys do need some, you know, get some rest, and that's just what the doctor ordered. Well, yeah, you know, the thing, too, is, I mean, uh, I, I would like to say that that Saturday game, 18 to 5 loss, that's on the extreme. You know, that's the. I always believe in baseball and probably in life, too. You're never as good as your best day. You're never really as bad as your worst day. That was their worst day. That's the worst game I've ever seen them play. They're not that. That's, Arkansas baseball is not what you saw on Saturday. It just happened to be a game that got out of hand, and that happens sometimes. Uh, they have still been in almost every game they've lost and, and still have pulled out a few wins when they've been behind four or five nothing. I think there's a lot of spirit with this team. And I think they believe that they can make a run. The talent's there to do something. It's just right now that it's the worst time to be playing your, your worst baseball of the year. And I'm not sure if one game next to second, I'm sure they would love to get out there and play two games. These are ball players, You know, they don't want to sit around. Mm-hmm. They don't want to sit around playing video games, drinking Dr. Pepper. They want to play baseball. That's what they're here for. This is a great tournament. So I actually would like to see them get out there and play and still play double elimination. I think they would too. Is Bubba with you? Not yet. He'll be here. He'll be here. I'm, I'm sure he's – well, I just got a text. He says, are you there yet? What do you think, Bubba? Come on, man. I texted him earlier this morning. I'm going to get there at nine at nine thirty, and now at ten forty-seven, he asked, "Are you there yet?" Goodness, see, I'm just—we're we're exactly the same off the air as we are on the air. <laughs> been there for an hour and fifteen minutes, Bubba. That's right. Where have you been? Are you just getting out of bed? <laughs> well, he—if uh, they go on the uh, road for a regional, is he going to p- travel with you to on the uh, to the regional? carry him on my own shoulders if I have to get in there. Of course he will. Yeah, Bubba doesn't do the road games in the regular season, but as far as postseason and Hoover is postseason, he's, he's there with me. So, uh, yeah, I would I would certainly expect uh, that Bubba would be there in a road regional. And like I said, if he's if they're like, oh, there's no room on the flight for him, it's like, fine, I'll carry him. We'll, we'll, you know, we'll find a way to get there. Someone's got a motorcycle with a sidecar, and he can be in the sidecar. I, I remember, I got one more for you. Phil Elson with this voice of the Razorbacks. Uh, no track man for the SEC tournament or the regional. Why is that? I, I love the fact that y'all have that track man and, and can look at the spin rate and, uh, and the location. I just think that's a great tool for you guys. Well, it's a good tool for us, but it's also a tool for the home team. You don't have it at a tournament like this because I just don't think it's set up that way for everybody to have that sort of information. But um, looking down, I mean, there there is a trackman monitor down there. I just don't know if they turn it on for this tournament. For the NCAA, I mean, everything about the postseason that's posted by the NCAA is different from the regular season. You're not allowed to play your walk-up music. There's no cheerleaders or, dan- you know, or dancers. There's nothing of that sort. And you don't even have your intro video. So along those lines, you're not allowed to use your in-game technology, which is TrackMan. And it's, that's geared towards the home team. Like, that's Arkansas's information to keep that they share with the other SEC teams during the season as far as strike zones concerned and all those sort of things. But um, it's a tool for the home team, and I think the NCAA views it as 
a, com- a competitive advantage that they won't allow. And I don't blame them for mm-hmm. that, honestly. I would like it myself in the radio booth, but also it's like every once in a while it's good to call a game without all that stuff because may- maybe sometimes your your eyes can glaze over when you you know when, when this RPM, that launch angle, this and that, and and it's very useful information. But it's got to be dropped in just so. The thing I like about it most is the strike zone. We, I think we get a, a decent idea of of uh, a lack of consistency of called strikes, which is the thing that hurts me more than anything else. Uh, and, yeah, I mean, that's what we would want for the NCAA postseason, too. But I bet you the NCAA gives, us, gives that to us over their, over their dead body. Which, by the way, the NCAA is just about a dead body anyway. Yeah. You just use it anyway. What are they going to do? They're not going to do anything. Phil, thank you. Good luck today. I hope uh, we're listening to you about 4.15 this afternoon. Yeah, well, we'll see about that, Wes. Um, <laughs> I, I, you know, I brought a pillow and a blanket and my mouth guard, and I, I forgot my toothbrush. Um, otherwise, I could sleep in the booth if I had to tonight. <laughs> or we could turn this into a morning tournament. I'd be just fine with three in the morning, wouldn't you? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I've done it before. I'm a night owl, so I'll watch it. Cool. Yeah, me too. All right. Well, until then, talk to you guys at three in the morning. See you, Phil. Phil Elson joining us (laughs) on the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline.